I'm grown up enough. You can just say no, you fucking. Oh wow, that's that's ultimately very disappointing. It was just like getting shot down for a date in like whatever shitty way. Like, if his girl was like, "I just want to date. I date everybody. I'll just date the first guy that walks into the room." And you're like, "How about me? Let's go on a date." No, not you. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> Every story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till Sunday Uh, yes Hi there, happy Wednesday It's January the 8th, 2020 And I'm Eric, talking at you as always From beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada Where I got the chance to talk to some first responders today And they said they'll never forget 9-11 I said, well, yeah, I hope not. It's your fucking phone number. (laughs) That's that's terrible. (laughs) Terribly funny, but terrible. (laughs) I mean, and we I don't know if you can hear it, but we've got our ambulance tonight. I hear that. It's I mean, I haven't heard it in forever. He's got to be miles away, too, because he's not super loud, but that's it's good he's back. I was just joking about that today, telling my new friend all about my podcast and how I used to record it on the street and and have ambulances go by every day. I've almost missed him, but I've invested in the last thing we needed, which was me to have a good mic with a good mic stand. So our show sounds fucking amazing right now. All we gotta do now is get me a proper mic, so I'm not the only one through a cell phone anymore. Yeah, but your cell phone sounds fantastic. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you would sound better on a microphone because I didn't realize how shitty my microphone sounded until I got a good one. Um, but um, you do sound fine. But we can connect via Skype through through your microphone whenever, whenever you want. You just hook up your laptop and run that through Skype instead of your phone. I think I can pull that off. That's what I do. As soon as I get myself a microphone, which will be as soon as I get myself a job, which is going to be happening very soon. Well, I can mail you my old one. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Uh, I got... um, um, I might have a new job as of Monday. That's excellent. So that's pretty exciting news. Yeah. I might be able to start looking for a job on Monday because I'll ideally have my freedom by then. Oh, in this job, by the way, um, 6 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. That's fantastic. Uh, Monday to Friday. That's my favorite shift. I love having the afternoons free to do stuff. I hate the fact that I'll be starting at 6 in the morning because I'm not a morning person. Yeah. Uh, that's really going to be difficult considering now I'm not going to sleep until like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So... <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bit of an adjustment. That'd be a bit of an adjustment, but... Uh, or... Yeah, so I'll find out on Friday. I know a thing that used to work for me. Now, I'm not saying... <laughs> 
Uh, gee, Eric, what would that be? <laughs> in a pinch. <laughs> if you need something to keep you up for a month. <laughs> I know a guy. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the show. Um, three brand new episodes posted by the end of tonight. That's fantastic to be back on track. Uh, still have the Don't Be a Dick competition uh, not much of a competition because everybody wins. All you got to do is send us an email and don't be a dick about it. You can send those emails to eric at ericandgord.com, gord at ericandgord.com, um, or Rose McGowan is stupid at outlook.com. <laughs> those are your three options. You send in an email about any topic you like. It could be about the show. It could be about anything you want to talk about. Send us an email. Just don't be a dick, and we'll send you 25 Canadian dollars. Um, if you are a dick, you only get 10 bucks. Sorry. That's the <laughs> rules. And if you're a member of the Harris County Sheriff's Department, you get 50. <laughs> I agree to that. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll both kick in 25 for a Harris County Sheriff member. I didn't have time to call them today because I got this microphone thing in my head and I was just like, oh my god, I have to go have this. It has to happen right now. <laughs> um, so Nothing I, else will possibly matter until I, I get that. No, it wouldn't. I told the staff, I'm just like, this has to happen right now. I'm like, I've got a big podcast due in two days. That would be uh, Stories Behind the Songs, ladies and gentlemen. The very first episode of that debuting February 1st. And that's going to feature me babbling on for an hour about Silverchair. And we've just changed the scheduling a little bit because uh, this show realized that the producers of this show, which is Oracle Media Productions in California, they've decided, they, they finally warmed up to the fact that the more me, the better. So they've increased it to now four episodes instead of three. So I'll be adding a Pearl Jam episode. Um, so this first season will feature me talking about Silverchair and then about the Sugar Cubes which for the uninitiated is Bjork's band before she went solo and then I'll be doing a Pearl Jam episode and then I'll be rounding out the season with an episode all about 1987 which is in my opinion the most pivotal year in rock and roll history and I will explain why on the show um, oh, I can't hi. Wait to listen to it. Yeah, it's actually, you know what? It's horrifically boring and I have to work on it a little bit. I did some recording this afternoon and I just sound like fucking CBC radio, man. <laughs> Especially through this new mic because it picks everything up. I don't realize how boring I sound. So I'm really going to have to get back at it working on my radio voice. It's amazing how just like having a dynamic sort of up and down kind of thing is important because if you just talk like this the whole time, it gets really boring and stupid. <laughs> I suppose that that is true, I guess. But it's a lot harder when you're in a studio by yourself uh, to maintain that and do it. Like it's fine when I'm talking to you because we bounce off each other and we laugh and we, we're animated when you're just sitting here doing that alone. It's very hard to... Uh, Maintain it without just like droning yourself into sleep. You know, you start being like David Blaine. Oh, God. You know, the guy who's, he looks like his voice is putting his face to sleep. <laughs> uh, speaking of him, by the way, I actually just saw a, he, he was on, um, what was it, uh, Jimmy Fallon, I guess. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and 
because he has a new um, special or some shit coming oh, cool. out. I love his magic tricks. I think he's amazing. Oh. I don't. I can't stand the sit on the sit in the box of ice for a month. I don't give a shit about that crap. No, no. I like his actual magic. It is yeah, really he's really impressive. amazing. There's a new he one. Did. I don't know what his name is, but he does the same thing. And he's younger, and I think he may be Australian, um, but very cool. Uh, I like the the trick he did in Jimmy Fallon was great just because he actually made everybody super uncomfortable, and I always enjoy that. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a very standard card trick, but with a twist. So he gets, gets uh, somebody there to pull a card, show everybody. He rips the corner off, hands the corner to... Jimmy Fallon says, here, hold on to this piece. And then he takes the card, he puts it back in the deck um, with the rip in it. And then, but before he did any of this card stuff, he literally grabbed, had a needle and thread, and he sewed his lips shut. Oh, I love it when he does that kind of shit. So he actually does it. And you see him, he's bleeding. Like, there's blood on the thread. He's actually bleeding. He's legit sewing his lips shut. Um, so he does all that. Um, and then he finished off the trick by pulling the card out of his mouth. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's done that with, I've, I've seen him swallow four coins and then pull them out on a string yeah. in order. In the order that he, they put them down? Yeah, that was impressive. I've seen that too. Very cool guy. I love that kind of stuff. I wish I could, I can do a couple of card tricks, nothing to write home about, but I would love to be able to do like street magic like that. It's just the coolest shit in the world to me. Yeah, I would. Uh, agreed. I would absolutely. I'd love to have that skill. I just don't. Yeah, he started when he was like four. Yeah, I saw. I saw a documentary about him. He's been, and he went to like India or something and trained with some magic dude. I would like to be able to do just one, just one of his tricks. If I could just learn one, that's enough to do at parties. I knew a guy in Calgary. He did this trick where somehow he would borrow $5 off somebody and then he'd fuck around and make it disappear. And then he'd take a lemon from behind the bar, whatever bar we were at. And, yeah. he'd, and he'd have someone cut open the lemon and the $5 bill would be in the middle of it. It was that's super crazy. cool. I have no idea how he did it. It was the only trick he ever did. And he did it for years. Just that same trick at every bar we went to. Um, but it, like I said, if I could just know one like that, I'd be in heaven. Yeah, no doubt. I would too. I'd, I'd lose my complete mind if I could master just one decent one. <laughs> and do what he used to do, he would walk into the bar, do the trick, not talk to anybody. He'd walk in, do the trick, and then walk right the fuck out. Yeah. And that was it. And just, just it throws such a monkey wrench at everybody's night. They're like, where'd he go? What's he going to do? What's happening? And he just never comes back. Nothing. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, you you saw that video of that Asian guy who won the best magician's trick in the world contest a couple years ago? I don't um, think I did. It is hands down the most amazing magic I've ever seen because it's all done with cards and coins. Um, he makes his vest because he's wearing like a suit when he's got like a suit vest on. He makes his vest change colors. Oh, that's cool. It goes from black to blue and then back to or black to yeah, black to blue. It's just or red to blue. I can't remember what it is, but it is absolutely amazing. 
Yeah, this Australian kid I saw that's like a new David Blaine. He was walking up to people on the street and like changing their pack of gum into a chocolate bar and shit like that. <laughs> Christ, hey. Or like, um, what was it? He changed one. This girl had a candy bar in her hand and he changed it into a bag of chips somehow. And she oh. opened the bag of chips and just started eating those instead. Because girls are fat and gluttonous. They'll just eat whatever you put in their hands. Whatever you put in their mouth. Well, I've got to give a quick shout out to Mike and the boys at the Pit Lane Parlay. That's the number one IndyCar and racing podcast on the internet. Uh, take a pit stop at Apple Podcasts and leave those guys a star rating. They would very much appreciate it. And give a listen to um, Oracle Media Productions has another show going on right now, which is actually kind of a neat idea for a show. It's called Now You've Seen It. And what they do is they pick a very, very famous and popular old movie and they find a panel of people who have never seen it and they show it to them for the first time uh, during this podcast. Um, Very cool. The very first episode is all um, Alien, the original Alien, and they managed to find five people who have never seen the original 1979 Alien. Um, So it's kind of a neat idea. Yeah, it's a neat idea for a podcast. And they are... Uh, on Apple Podcasts, I believe, and a couple other platforms. Um, you can get direct links from their Now You've Seen It Facebook page. And there's some good contests there. There's some stuff to win and uh, some good cross-promotion for Eric and Gord going on and some promotion for um, stories behind the songs as well. So these guys are, like, actually a big deal. Like, I didn't realize this company is actually... Like they had Ted Nugent at their Christmas party. That's oh Jesus. Yeah, they're like a big deal. So kind of cool to check out their podcast. It's it's very neat to be a part of them. Oh. I thought they were just some nerds out of California, but I guess they are. But they're really cool nerds. Yeah, <laughs> cool not to have Ted fucking Nugent. This is so neat to not be holding a mic right now, and I'm I'm like a foot away from it. So very cool. <laughs> Um, all right, on to things and stuff, because it's a big topic and probably kind of a short show tonight. I had the pleasure of listening to a military strategist from the Pentagon uh, discuss the Iranian situation last night and some things that aren't making it into the mainstream media. Ooh. Um, and then I've got my own personal opinions and and... Uh, I'm going to clarify a couple of things from my point of view, which I I used to do all the time and I don't do as much anymore, but I actually put a lot of thought into this and came up with a theory of why America's fucked. Um, So the first thing (laughs) this guy mentioned, the two stories that didn't make the news is that Iran started this conflict. Iran killed an American soldier. Yes. A little while ago. Uh, Now, America retaliated by killing 40 Iranians in a conflict that never made the news. Uh, The Iranians turned around and swarmed the American embassy in Iran. Uh, So, uh, Donald Trump ordered the death of this very, very bad man. Now, this guy's responsible for over 600 American deaths. He was not a nice person. He was uh, very... Been been operating for a very long time. Now, see, the problem is what Trump has done is skipped a few steps and pissed off a lot of people. Uh, now, this guy was on... What they did, they hand Donald Trump a piece of paper 
and it's got what happened and what his options are. And at the bottom of the piece of paper, apparently there's a skull and crossbones. And he, Trump said, what's that skull and crossbones? And they said, oh, it's this guy. And Trump said, I want this guy. Now, they handed that same piece of picture, piece of paper to George Bush. And George Bush realized that the net loss for killing this man uh, would be too, too great. Um, it's going to piss off a lot of people. The, er, the militants are going to get like a thousand new recruits because of it or a million new recruits because of it. Sorry. Um, it's, it's going to cause way more shit than, than it's worth. Ten years ago, Obama got the same offer. And him and his team decided this guy taking him out was, op- was an option at that time. And Obama and his team decided, no, the, the problems it'll cause are greater than taking out this one guy. Uh, Trump, on the other hand, he, Trump being Trump... Uh, said, yeah, I want that guy. <laughs> We're going to do that one. And uh, I know that because Trump, one of the things Trump admitted during an, uh, an interview thing or whatever news thing, uh, he when asked why he didn't notify Congress, um, he openly stated, he says, because they can't be trusted because they leak too much information. This is and, why I was able to get away with, this is why I was able to do what I was able to do because I didn't tell I didn't tell the tem- or the uh, um, he didn't tell the left because now can you really yeah. blame him for that though honestly no because no, they would everything with everything that's going on like no matter what now he he did it wrong okay killing yes. this guy was not uh, militarily strategic they're right it pissed off a lot of people a million new recruits are signing up and we're kind of fucked because we didn't follow the general rules of like how these things go what we should have done was go and kill 70 soldiers and then they would have came and you know the back and forth it's it's uh it's just an understood it's kind of a chess game (coughs) it's kind of a chess game and he broke the rules um he tried to solve the problem (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um but it doesn't it it does create more problems than it's worth now should this man have died absolutely he's an evil motherfucker there's no doubt he needed yep. to die, but this way uh, pisses people off. And the problem is uh, now, if if Iran had an aircraft carrier and America had an aircraft carrier in the Persian Gulf and they were fighting, uh, America would win, no problem, every time. In a fair fight on a level playing field, America wins that fight every time. Yeah, but Iranians don't play that way, and they no, don't they fight should. that. They, they use IUDs and they use, you know, child soldiers and they use dirty, dirty tricks. And that's the problem now. What Trump has done is, is by playing that card far too early, it throws off his team because they don't know what's coming now. If, if you go step by step, you kind of know what it's a chess game, right? You know what the other player is going to do next. But now Trump has pissed them off and nobody knows what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. So that was what I took away from uh, Mike Murphy talking about it last night. It was great to hear him talk about it. And um, there was a little more that he had to say, but not, not a tremendous amount. And then there's not a lot he can say either, right? Because you can't go re- revealing a lot of military strategy on no. a podcast. Uh, you never know who's listening. Um, but here's, here's the thing that, that struck me. 
you have Sunnis and Shias, and they hate each other, and they fight all the time. Uh, the, so what crossed my mind, the natural state for these people is conflict. Like, they're, they're fighting a fight. They don't even know why they're fighting. They're like the Irish. They, they're fighting their father's fight. They don't know why. They're just fighting it because it's their father's fight. And their, their children will be raised to fight that fight. But their natural state is conflict. And what I was saying last night about you can't, you can't beat people who have nothing to lose. Uh, these people, uh, this, this war has been going on since the 70s, basically, on and off. And these people, that's just, it's just in their blood. It's what they do all the time. We're not, we're not wired that way anymore. We're not, we don't do that. Um, and here is my takeaway from it. What they're doing is like the War of 1812 is always my favorite go-to when I when I come up with things like this. And the War of 1812, nobody won the War of 1812. We all just stopped the War of 1812 because we looked around. There was four sides fighting, and we realized we we're Britain was sending swarm after swarm after people. America was sending swarm after swarm of people. Uh, we were just rebuilding and losing and rebuilding and losing, rebuilding and losing. But at the same time, the Industrial Revolution was happening. We were getting nice stuff. We were getting... Uh, antiseptics and vaccines and we were getting healthier there was a time when war killed more people than anything else or uh, war wasn't killing as many people as as like just being human it was a filthy existence and people died from disease you died very young you does, died from poor That's sanitation so going to war made sense and then we started getting really nice shit. And then we started living longer and living full, good lives. And then all of a sudden, dying in war didn't make as much sense. And in the War of 1812, we all just went, okay, look, this is never going to fucking end. Let's just stop it. Okay, you can have Quebec. We'll take Ontario. You can have America. You Indians, you can have this. Let's just fucking stop because this is never going to fucking end. We got nice shit now. Let's go stop this and go do it. And that's the way we are now. That's why we don't... All the bitching you and I do about why don't we raise arms and why don't we attack and why don't we have military coups here. It's because we don't want to. We got nice shit. It's, you know, we, we just not that... It's been bred out of us, that warlike thing. Um, because we don't want to screw up what we've got. And that's what these people don't have yet. They will drag this out forever because it hasn't been. Because that's all they know. It's all they know, and they've got nothing to go home to. Dying in war is better than dying of hunger or any other of the bullshit ways they could die there. And they, they just and then even when they're not fighting us, they're fighting each other. It's yeah. It's so it's just that's the problem. We're not made to stay in a conflict forever. They are, and we need they, to tell. They know how to hold a grudge. Yeah, and we no longer do, and we don't want to. Like, and I, I'm personally, I'm that type. I just like, okay, how do we fix this? How do I walk away from this right now? I'm done with this conversation. You know, that's yeah. that's how I always do things. Okay, this conversation's done. How do we fix this right now so we both walk away and not kill each other? Okay, and they're they're not there yet, and. This thing is going to go on for fucking ever. If we I can't don't think they them. ever will be. I mean, it's been how many, how long 
well, this they is need. The way they've been forever. They just don't. They don't they, want to. They need to do what we did in the 20th century before they reach that point that we reached. They need their industrial revolution. They need their education system, their hospital system, their everything changed. And then they'll get there as well. Every uh, westernized nation gets there eventually. It happened in World War II, too. Honestly, nobody won World War II. Germany was regrouping. Russia was regrouping. Uh, Britain was pretty tired, but America stepped in to take their place. Uh, Japan was regrouping until the nuclear bomb. That war would have continued, but everyone did the same thing. They went, look, fuck, we're just going to wipe each other off the map. And then what's the fucking point? And everyone went, yeah, that's good. Let's let's back the fuck off. Except for Hitler. He just went and killed himself like a pussy. But um, it, well, the thing was, was, have you ever seen what Iran was like in the 60s and 70s? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Before it, the Sharia. It looked. It looked like America. Yeah, that was before the Ayatollah. American quote. Yeah, they were American. So they had already they had that. They did. And but then in 1979, they had the revolution, and that fucked it all back up again. Yeah, and what you've got now is small tribes that all hate each other and all have just enough money to buy new guns every time. It's it's nasty. It's a nasty place to be, and it's a nasty place for us to be. And again, we're not going to win, and they're not going to fight fair. Um, I heard they fired off some missiles last night. I didn't hear where or when. Um, yeah, the missiles they fired off, they hit uh, two American military targets, but they were unmanned military targets. Like they had yeah, and that was a- they'd already been emptied, which was I think that was their that was a a good thing for them to do. It was allegedly intentional that they yes. went for as as little casualties as possible. Right, and they did. They got zero casualties. Now, this, the only thing I'm wondering about, though, is this plane crash that happened there. Yeah, that's going to have to be looked into. I can't see any way that that wasn't an air-to-ground missile or or something took down that plane. Planes don't just crash anymore. They're refusing to hand over the black box. Yeah, that right there says something. Why why right now would you refuse to hand over the black box? In a time where the whole world is kind of against you and looking for this war to start? Which, in my opinion, is why if they didn't didn't shoot it down, in my opinion, their their whole thing would have been immediately say, hey, look, fuck everybody, but we didn't do this. Yeah, exactly. So it would box. That makes perfect sense if they yeah. didn't do it. Uh, and they, they, they even have the legal option to hand it off to a third party. Yeah, of that's course. That's not involved in any of this to say, here, look, we'll give it to you guys and you guys do whatever you fucking want with it, whatever. But nope, they're refusing to give it up. And uh, the really weird thing about this is it is on every major news site is this Boeing thing because you had – 176 people killed. 63 of them were Canadians. Yeah, um, that hasn't happened on, since the 80s. Right? It is on every major news site except for one. Fox News is not covering it. That makes sense. It doesn't, though. Fox News would could use this to... Well, clearly they blew it up. because So they could promote the war that they want. 
I'm not sure that Fox News wants this war. I'm not sure that Republicans want this war. This is Trump's war. Yeah, but Fox News is all about Trump. Fox News is all about Republicans. So I don't know. I, I don't know that... Ah. I, I think the reason he sidestepped Congress, honestly, is because nobody wants this to happen. The, I don't think it's World War III, I, I, but it could very easily become that. Um, if Israel gets involved, that's that's the, where we go. And that's frightening. And unfortunately, Russia, like Putin, he's been itching for a war. He keeps invading. You know, this is the perfect time for him to push his invasion of the Ukraine and Georgia. Yep. Yep. Um, and he's got a, an alliance with North Korea. It's It's a scary time. Like, alliances are forming. And... It could very well become World War III very, very easily. And I don't think anybody wants that. I don't think anyone has the stomach for it anymore. I know, certainly. I, I, like, like, look at 19-year-olds these days. Really? Do you imagine them going to war? Oh, God, no. No, they couldn't do it. No. We don't no. have the military. As much as we've got strong militaries, we don't have the soldiers that we had anymore. No one has the stomach for it. And I'm certainly not going. I'm 41 years old. I'm deaf in one ear. My back hurts. I can't go. But I'm certainly not sending the little shithead kids that I know. The, and we don't have the technology to not send people yet. Um, we will soon. They'll just be well, people we kind of do. We, we kind of do because they got the drones. Yeah, and we've got drones. Drones are accurate, but you're still not going to wipe out these people. And the problem is these people are just going to kill more people until we send people there to kill. Yeah, that's very true. It's uh, it's a shit situation, man. Um, I don't... I think probably Americans were plotting something, and Trump just got an itchy trigger finger. Um and that's the problem. With when America's not prepared, you've got problems. And Canada's certainly not prepared to do anything. No. I don't I don't think we can help out. We we're still reeling from Afghanistan. Now, Trudeau all because uh, he gave his little speech about this, and for the record, the beard makes him look much smarter than the moron he looks has I'll <laughs> say that. Don't Diana. fall for it. I had don't, to throw that in there. Don't fall for Clark Kent's glasses. <laughs> um, but, you know, he, he gave a speech basically saying that, you know, um, he feels terrible, yada, yada, traditional speech that would be given. Um, but one of the reporters had asked, can you 100% confirm or deny whatever that um, rockets weren't or, or any ground to air or that this wasn't like that missiles weren't sent to blow it up basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Trudeau straight up staunchly just said, Nope, I cannot confirm anything. Good for him. So, so instead of him trying to back talk his way out of it and not give a direct answer, he directly answered the question without even hesitating. Well, and good was, for him. Credit was credits too. Yeah. So I was pretty impressed. So the beard might've helped. I honestly, <laughs> I don't, I, See, he, he's got to show strength in this, and he knows that. 
But he's got to be a little pissed off too, right? The dude had a rough year. He had, like, 2019 was not a good year for JT. No, not at all. And he's got, you know, you know he's got a little bit of attitude. And it's going to come out sooner or later. He can't just go home and yell at his wife all the time. He's going to fucking take it out on us once in a while or take it out on somebody. I think, you know, maybe he wouldn't back down if Canada gets called in to help. Maybe he's just pissed off enough to fucking go, look, I'll show you what kind of a punk kid I am. And, you know, maybe he could lead our military. Well, the prime minister doesn't lead the military the way the president does, but, you know, he could send in some troops and go, look, you go over there and you show them who the fuck I am. I'm Pierre Trudeau's kid, goddammit. (laughs) <laughs> look at my beard <laughs> right my beard has whiteness in it come on <laughs> i want you to go over and do what this beard would do if it was not on my face <laughs> my beard will lead us into a victorious war <laughs> it could it you never know glory That's, beard <laughs> i usually feel that way when i shave because i look ridiculous with a beard <laughs> I look I look old and just like I look cool but I look old and cool like I look like George Carlin's age when I grow a beard and then when I shave it off I'm fucking 40 and hot again I'm like oh shit <laughs> uh, I've had facial hair since just out of high school and I look like a I look like a pedophile sort of when I have, I don't have any facial hair. So. Yeah, I, I can't do what you do. It takes me five days to get stubble. Oh, no, I, if I shave completely right down by that evening, I got stubble. Yeah, I know. It's insane. Because I keep trying to draw a picture of you. And every time I get it done, you got another beard. And I'm like, damn it. I start <laughs> over again. And then you shave and I'm like, good, this is perfect. And then I finish the picture and then you've got a beard again. I'm like, how does he do that? <laughs> it takes no time at all. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so my basic summary is we're all fucked. Yeah. But I think nothing's going to change. And what we have to do is change. Uh, we can't. I think what we need to do is send a bunch of fucking celebrities into these countries with cameras because they're not going to attack celebrities with cameras. No. Um, no, nobody ever attacks. Like, send uh, a bunch of, send like someone like the Spice Girls or the Pussycat Dolls, something like that, but with a bunch of their friends. Send them over to these, like Saudi Arabia and Iran, get them walking around with a bunch of cameras. Show all the people how great America is. Give about, give out a ton of free shit. Like, send Pepsi and Coke and KFC and Taco Bell. Send them all over there. Handing out, <coughs> handing out swag. Get the. <laughs> Get everybody on our side. Send Lululemon. Send fucking Adidas. Uh, hand out some free sneakers. Get the people on our side. Show the people how great our life is. And they'll just go, fuck it. They they don't hesitate to overthrow their governments over there. They do it every two weeks. But if we show them, hey, you get rid of these fucking Sharia bastards and you can have fucking Fergie dancing at your house. And then they'll be like, oh, shit, let's do that. I want her. I don't think nobody wants Fergie anymore. I should use an example from the 21st century, but. um, Rihanna. Rihanna, no. That little, who's the little one? Billie Eilish. Everybody likes her. Oh, yeah, I guess. Actually, I really like her, so I can't, I don't want to send her over there. 
Um, hey, that, remember that we were looking up that Lizzo chick? Yes. Apparently, she actually is like pretty big. Huh. And not just in size. She's actually like a pretty big artist. She's she's headlining one of the days on some massive four-day festival. She's headlining one of those days. Oh, very cool. I was shocked. I'm like, what the fuck is she headlining for? I heard if her I, stuff. Horrendous. If I can put a band together, I could headline some festivals this year, but I'm not. I may be promoting a hip-hop act uh, that could be doing some shows here around Vancouver, including a giant Canada Day festival out in Langley. Um, I'm trying to get these boys to sign me on as a manager because they're actually the real deal. Um, this is the group that did the Ashes of Purgatory tribute um, last year. Which was a really – that was pretty good. That worked out well. Yeah. And uh, – I'm I'm looking to be their manager. They're they're hesitant because they're established. Like they're pretty good. But um I'm gonna book them a few gigs and see if they'll sign me on as a manager and then I can fuck up their life worse than mine. That's not true, that's not why I'm doing it. Um I'd be good. I'm a good manager because I'm I'm good at shit. And I don't really want to be a musician anymore. I'm old and fat. <laughs> like I still want to play music behind the scenes. I want to do music for your podcast. I want to do music for your movie, your TV show, your Cheetos commercial. I don't care. Your sex life. <laughs> <laughs> I want Eric to write me a theme song for while I'm fucking. <laughs> you you pay the check, sign the check. Yeah, I'm in. I don't care. I will write a song for anything, but I don't want to be the guy on stage. I do, but nobody wants to see. I look like fucking the singer of Loverboy. Um, <laughs> Mike, you know, Mike, Mike from Loverboy, God bless him. They, they still rock as hard as they did the day they got famous, and I love them for that. But the dude looks stupid. He's fat. He's out of shape. He's got bad hair. He and God, God love him. He's a Canadian superstar, and I have nothing but good things to say about the guy. But quit, quit. <laughs> You're fat. You can't wear the red leather pants anymore. <laughs> there's a reason people our age don't wear red leather pants <laughs> it just doesn't seem right <laughs> when you can see that depends through them it just it's not it's not sexy anymore yeah i know there's that's why i don't wear tons of shit <laughs> um and guys the the worst thing you can do at our age is go into the velour jumpsuit thing thinking you're looking cool yeah no no, 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 no. Um, unless you're Iranian, they can pull it off for some reason. <laughs> like Persian guys in the velour jumpsuits, you just expect that. <coughs> White guys, you you look stupid. You look like like the mafia, the funny mafia movies, like where the where they make fun of the mafia. Yeah, <laughs> that's when they're mocking. That's what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> there's certain things guys and there's just things guys shouldn't wear like high tops for the most part guys in high tops look stupid you're, you're you reach a loafer age and that's you got to wear loafers yeah I, have a, yeah I stopped wearing high tops back in the back in the um, early 90s early 90s I, I should not wear my chucks chucks are a young man's shoe <laughs> Now, luckily, I'm from the generation I can still pull off Chucks. But really, Chucks are a young man's shoe. And I was thinking about this, too. And this actually, this is a great metaphor for what Trump did. But it's something I tried to do yesterday. And I just realized there's certain things in life that just never work. But we all still do them. And it made sense to try them when you were 19. But trying them at 41, 44, whatever, 
They never work. And we should just fucking know better. And this one I'm talking about, and it's a great metaphor for what Trump did. It's it's trying to get your pants on over your shoes. It's great. <laughs> That's what Trump did. He tried to get his pants on over his shoes. He took off his shorts and he went to put on a pair of pants. And he thought, I can do this faster um, just without taking off my shoes. No, you can't. It's, and it takes way more time because you get stuck Always you're stuck on your heel and you're fucking hopping around on one foot and you're falling down and you look like an idiot and you just think to yourself, why didn't I just take off my fucking shoes? It would have been so much faster. And I did this yesterday. And this is something we should know in our 40s to not try. It never worked. It's never in the history of man has that ever worked. Yeah. But there's things yeah. you do in your 40s that you think, okay. I can still try this. And no, why? Why are we still trying shit that we get, should have given up on? There's certain like, things in life that you just, you know better. Like being in your 40s and going into a mosh pit, you know? <laughs> yeah. You your know body's better. not meant for that. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you know not to do that. We all know that no good can come from this. It's, uh, I don't know why we do it. We're, we're just... Especially men. I think men are worse than women for it. Although I don't know what women do when they're not around us. But I think it's more of a man thing where men go, okay, well, this will save me, you know, this will save me five seconds. And at the end of the day, I'll have 80 seconds to fucking do something else with. Like like me, I, I always I, I set the microwave for 66 seconds because that's faster than going from the six all the way down to the zero. <laughs> So I always, 66 seconds, just bam, 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 and it's good to go. And that extra six seconds, it never fucks up your food, right? It's just, but it saves that six seconds to do something else. It doesn't. What do you mean? What do you do with all this time you save? There's 80 seconds at the end of the year I've saved by doing this. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Nothing Because I all. wasted all the time trying to get my fucking pants over my shoes. <laughs> I've... Being always being overweight, never been able to do that. No. Not even with slippers. Not even with slippers. <laughs> Nobody can do that. That's the. It's it's not a weight thing. It's a fucking guys can't do that thing. Yeah. It's not. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to take off your shoes. There's things in life that just have rules, and you have to do them that way. There's things in life that just you you know you, everything is easier sometimes if you just do it. It's like getting a parking ticket, right? You go, oh, how do I get out of this? How do I do this? How do I? No, you just pay the fucking ticket and get on with your life. And it's this the same with it. Take your shoes off, put your pants on, put your shoes back on, get on with your life. Take, so easy, so quick. Yeah. There's certain things you just have to do that way because they are that way. And not all shortcuts are actually faster. No. Most of them aren't. It's true. Most of them are not shortcuts. There's no life hacks that work. If there were, we'd all do them all the time. That's the thing. These stupid uh, life hacks that people talk about. They, they don't. If they existed, we would have figured them out and we would do them. There's a reason we don't do them because they don't fucking work. It's like things on the internet, like uh, uh, all the fucking um blockers like to take the locks off phones and do this and do that all this shit on the internet it doesn't work that's why like free vpns and shit like that they don't work that's if they did everyone would have them yeah that's all, right 
all this free shit. Anything, any free app that claims to do something that's going to like make your life better or save you money, if it worked, it would just come with your fucking Windows 10. It would, <laughs> Windows would have, would, Windows would just give that to you. Or Apple would just give that to you. That's what they do. <laughs> you got to think, wait, wait. Like, look at something on a computer and go, wait, why did Steve Jobs not think of this? Oh, probably because it doesn't fucking happen. It doesn't work. It's not rocket science. It's we're we're fucking idiots. There's we're just we're dumb dumb people. We keep trying dumb things and then trying to figure. Oh, why do I feel so dumb? Because I do dumb shit all fucking day. Everybody does. We all just do dumb shit and then we get mad at other people. Just stop doing <laughs> dumb shit. It's, it's not that difficult, man. It really isn't. Then the next thing you do, you end up, you're, you're mad at Iran. You're like, yeah, go Trump, fucking kill those fuckers. No, you, you're just stupid and you want to take it out on other people. Our children will be smarter, ideally, hopefully. I am hoping, I think our children will be smarter. And I think my point about sending people over, just teach them that, because uh, our kids aren't racist. Nobody's racist, really, but our kids, they don't even know race. They don't care. My daughter talks about her friends. She never says, oh, I've got this Asian friend. I've got this black friend. They're, they're just her friends. She doesn't care. She doesn't even know. And we have to instill that in with the Middle Eastern people and our people and just get it so they don't know and they don't care. Because really, we're never going to win the way we're doing it. Militarily, we're not going to win. So we no. got to get smarter about it. We got to, we got to, how could, why, how do we all just get along? Like Eric and Gord, beyond becoming prime minister, we need a table at the UN. That's what really, that would even better than being prime minister is we need a seat on the fucking G7, G8, where we go and we go, Eric and Gord, um, First of all, all you Middle Eastern countries, I don't know where you are because we can't fucking put your names in alphabetical order because they're all the same. <laughs> That's why we don't have a table. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to just that sit them down. I right go, there. someone needs to stand up in the middle of the UN and go, look, how the fuck do we all just get along? How do we just make it through the next hundred years without this fucking shit? There's got to be a way. Everybody gets a vote and nobody talk while someone's got the stick. We're going to pass around a stick. You can only talk if you have the stick. Everybody else shut the fuck up. And just how the fuck do we get through the next 100, 200 years without this happening again? Okay, Mahmoud, you go. And then we go, and okay, Mohammed, you go. And then we go, and okay. And unfortunately, Eric, there is only one solution to make it all work. And I've said it numerous times before, but nobody <laughs> likes my idea. It's not. We don't have to kill the yes, world. We do. We really don't. We really don't. We do. We can. I, we can agree to exile a bunch of people. But again, we need all the heads of all the countries to agree to this. No, it's not possible. It's not can, possible. Let's let's get them all in SpaceX experiments. Then all the people you want to get rid of, they go on Elon Musk's ships every time he tries to launch something. We don't have enough ships to get rid of them all. We'll make a real big one. You saw 2012, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> I own it. <laughs> we'll, we'll make that big boat at the end of 2012 and tell everybody they get a free plant if they make it on fast enough or something. <laughs> free plant. <laughs> There's free Pop-Tarts. 
Go. <laughs> Damn it, nobody doesn't like Pop-Tarts. I don't care what fucking country you're from. You like Pop-Tarts. I've never liked Pop-Tarts. Yeah, they're kind of gross, but... I'm the one, I'm, I was going to say, I'm like the one fat guy that doesn't like Pop-Tarts, I think. <laughs> yeah, see, no, you know what? I'm totally on your side. I fucking hate Pop-Tarts. But every time I see a Pop-Tart, I'm like, oh, I fucking love Pop-Tarts. And I run after it and I try to eat it. They're like, ah, why did I eat that? It's so, I've never been able to have one that's cooked like it just tasted good. Cause I've, is it because I'm doing a toaster? Should I do it in the oven? Should I do it in a toaster oven? I've tried every variation. They're just they're, gross. They're not made to taste good. They're no. they're made they're made basically just from pancake batter and and recycled house paint. I I assumed I didn't think these pancake bars. I assumed it was like wetted down cardboard. That could be how they're recycling cardboard these days. That could just be. It's corrugated cardboard, recycled house paint. With lava in the middle. <laughs> and we all go, oh, this tastes like strawberries. No, it doesn't. You can't feel your tongue after you eat one. You have no idea what they taste like. You just, you just melted everything in your mouth. No, 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 no. You just want to, don't want to look like the idiot for eating it. So you're like, no, it was good. I liked it. No, just admit it. It's crap. You did not. No, I did. It was great. Shut up. Show me your tongue. No. It tasted like a seal, so I spit it out. <laughs> oh, um, God. The world could get along. And I think, really, send Eric and Gordon to the UN. We can do this. We can we can make this happen. I can make this happen. I, I've, You know what I say about the easiest thing in the world? Like, sometimes you just got to fucking fake it. Gentlemen used to fake it. They would shake hands, and they'd go, hey, how you doing, pal? And, oh, good to see you. How's the family? Good. And then they walk away and go, I fucking hate that clown. Yeah, he's a jackass. <laughs> but you see each other the next day at the grocery store and you're like, hey, how you doing? Are those new tires? Yeah, hey, looking good. Fucking cunt. Yeah, I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, we could get the world to do this. I know we can. We can get, we can just go, look, guys, how do we do this? I'm sick of killing you. You're sick of being killed. Let's fucking stop it. Let's figure it out. Let's have some, I don't know what they probably have Heineken over there, Stella. They seem like Stella drinkers in the Middle East. <laughs> Let's get a pizza and 24 Stellas and fucking hash it out. We're all dudes. The world's just full of dudes. Everybody's just a dude. Iranians, they're just dudes. They just want to be dudes. They don't want to kill people any more than we want to kill people. We just want to eat pizza and have our feet not hurt and be in a moderate temperature. And have, like, socks that don't constrict at the end of the day. Like, dudes just want dude things. I'm sure every Iranian dude wants the same thing we want. A better pillow, a back that doesn't hurt, a car that runs better. We can just talk it out. I know we can. <sighs> I just don't think. I, I have zero faith whatsoever. Absolutely. Men are universal. Men are universal. I know Men we can figure are this morons. Out. No, women yes, are a lot more exactly. universal. We are morons. We're universally moronic. We all, I guarantee, men in every country are just as stupid as we are. So oh, absolutely. We can all get together and figure this out. We figured it out in our country. We figured out how to not kill each other. We figured out how to not really be racist. Really, there's a handful of drunken women out there, but... For the most part, we make a bigger deal out of racism than it actually is. It's not people of every race are doing whatever they want all the time. And we just we make a big deal out of these little stories because they're they 
happen so infrequently and they're so stupid when they do happen that we make a big deal. Oh, there's racism going on. No, there's a handful of fucking cases. There's 150 million examples of how racism isn't going on anymore. Yeah. But we, we latch onto these little ones and go, oh, we're really the blah, blah. No, fuck off. Fucking keep your white guilt to yourself. It's the, for the most part, racism is not happening. Look at Vancouver. Where is racism happening? 87% Chinese. Everybody, any race can come here and do whatever they want all the fucking time. Um, it's really, it's not, you get one shitty person in Richmond going chink, chink, and we go, oh my God, the country's racist. No, it's one dickhead. We're fine. We're really fine. We got to quit guilting ourselves into thinking we're not. We are. We're fine. The Underground Railroad came here for fuck's sakes. We need to grow some balls and go solve some problems by being fucking Canadian. And who's more Canadian than Eric Gordon? Nobody. No, it's true. That's very we, true. We need to go out, and I know we'll look a little Bill and Ted-ish, but, you know, at the end of the movie, they fixed the, the world. And I think I can fix the world. I'm pretty, I'm almost 100% sure I could sit down at the UN and fix the world. Just by saying... Look, <laughs> let's figure it out. Just like Eric and Gord always say, fucking figure it out. No. There's got to be a way to stop this shit. These people can't. And, and We're not getting rid of oil. We're not getting rid of oil. If we all switch to rickshaws tomorrow, if tomorrow we pulled every car off the road and we all went to rickshaws instead, we still need fucking oil. That's you the know, the world is forgetting. So it's not oil. We get oil. Forget oil. Get oil off the table. Because oil is bullshit anyway. We're relying on Texas and Alberta oil right now anyway. And our gas still went up 11 cents because this fucking conflict. You know, it, it's funny. Um, Pierce Morgan, who's the partial co-host on a show, Good Morning Something, um, they had on this woman who's a, uh, a climate um, uh person you know climate's bad everybody's gonna die and he wanted to point out the hypocrisy of this woman so as she's going on saying about how people need to stop using everything he asked her directly he goes let me ask you a couple questions it goes first of all he goes how did you get to the show today and she beat her on the bush wouldn't answer the question he kept drilling her finally she goes well i took the car that you guys sent me oh so you took a regular gasoline car that's made out of petroleum products to get to the show today. Congratulations, you're a fucking hypocrite. Next, do you yeah. do you have a do you have a TV in your house? Do you have do your kids own iPhones? Do your kids have iPads? Your kids have this. Do you have this in your house? She keeps going trying to promote her, trying to not defend herself, but trying to push off her issue. Yeah, and you Pierce can. would give it up. And until do you know what she ended up saying? And she stopped herself. Technically, she didn't even stop herself because she made the full statement. She literally said, "It's not about what I do. It's it's not about what I'm not I'm doing. It's about what you're doing." Yeah, and she that's, literally said, "It's not about me. It's about you." And then she stopped. It's like, that's everybody's opinions. Yeah, I everybody's do whatever opinion. I want, but it's what you're doing because people don't want. They just want to tell us what not to do. I remember I was, I was saying that about the, the smoking and the vaping. That's I was saying that about the smoking and the vaping. They, they made us call quit smoking, so we switched to vaping. Now they want us all to quit. They don't care. what. They just want to tell us what we can't do. 
They don't. And this it's not about smoking. It's not about vaping. It's not about anything. It's about telling us <coughs> what we can and cannot do. And that needs to stop. And we just need to stop it. And that's the part where we have to. Someone has to. This oil argument is so stupid now. This, this environmental argument where everybody's just lying now. And making their points. And like you said, once you call them on their shit, they beat around the bush. They go, blah, blah, blah. No, stop with the blah, blah, blah. Let's all just fucking put our cards on the table. We're all shitty liars. Okay? Yeah. Clean clean slate. Clean slate now. Everybody just come forward and say, we're all a bunch of shitty fucking liars. Uh, the, the, wor- the, the oil is bad and we should try to get off it. Uh, the world is not dying because we're not off it yet. Can everybody just say that? The planet is not dying because we're not off it yet. Yes, we should be working toward getting off it together. Simple. Done. Now everybody shut up and go solve the problem. Find the alternative that works. It's not wind. It's not solar. Find the one it is. Work together. We got to do this like a giant episode of fucking Survivor. Work together and you get the food at the end of the day. If not, eat fucking rice. (laughs) It's not that difficult. Just admit it. We all suck. We all lied. We've been lying about this shit. Our side's lying. Our side's lying. Good. Leave the lies at the door. Let's go brainstorm. How do we fix this? How do we live for 200 more years? Let's just look 200 years ahead. No bullshit. No cap and trade, no fucking carbon taxes, no stupid shit that doesn't work. Throw it all away. Work together. Find a solution. It sounds impossible. It's not. It's the easiest fucking thing. It's so goddamn easy. All you got to do is check your ego at the door and solve a problem. Well, there's smart motherfuckers in the world. Tons of them. They're everywhere. Smart people walk amongst us and we don't even know it. Get them together. Figure it out. It's not that hard. We can figure it out and then we're all happy. Wouldn't that be weird? If we're all just fucking happy for a change? I don't think anybody in charge believes that happiness is what? Because if everybody's happy, then consumerism dies. But we we don't need consumerism anymore. We've got everything we need. We're done. Oh, but with consumerism, there's no more money. We don't need more money. God damn it! Eric, Have you not been listening for the last two years? This is why your this is why it won't work until you eliminate numbers. People have enough money. All money. the people who need money, they have enough money. They they are never going to burn through the money that they have. It's too much money as it is. Stop it. We don't need it. It's stupid, oh, pointless now. We, that's another thing. It's ego and it's fear. Check those both at the door. No more ego, no more fear. You're rich, you're rich. You win. Okay, rich people, you win. You're rich. We're, no one's going to take that away from you. And we're never going to have it like you do. We'll be envious of your shit forever. Okay? So check that shit at the door. Stop worrying about it. You've, you've got everything you need and we don't. And that's good. That's how it's going to be. Now, let's go solve a fucking problem. Let's fix an actual problem. And if we just focused on one and we all worked together and fixed it and saw how cool and easy it was, we'd move on to the rest. And it involves the Pope and the Ayatollah and all of them. Check your potion at the door. You're all lying. Stop lying. That's step number one. 
stop lying. Pope, clean up your shit. Fire the people that keep fucking little boys and stop lying about for them. Okay? We're not taking away your religion. You get to keep your religion. You get to keep your shiny hats and your stupid wands and whatever the fuck you want. You can keep all that shit. Just stop lying and solve a problem. That's all it is. That's two rules. And we live for another thousand years. Stop lying. Solve a problem. Simple. That's what I did in my life. And I'm just one man. But that's what I had to do to fix my life. And if we all did it, do it on a small level tomorrow. Something you lie about. Everybody has something they lie about. I'm not just talking to you, Gord. I'm talking to the audience here. Everybody has something in their life that they fucking lie through their teeth about every single day. One little secret that you lie about. Whether it's like, oh, I change my underwear every day, but you don't. <laughs> or, oh, yeah, I floss every day or whatever. Oh, I give to charity. I, uh, I did this for Christmas, but you really didn't. Whatever. Whatever that one thing is. Everyone has one, and I'm not saying admit it. I don't care what it is. I'm not, I don't want to know what it is. I'm just saying tomorrow, stop lying about it. Just whatever it is. If it's something that, like, if it's flossing, let's use flossing for an example. You tell everyone you floss and you're fucking bitchy about all your flossing, but really you've never flossed a day in your life. And you either start flossing or stop lying. And I don't, it doesn't matter which, just stop the lie. And solve whatever reason you're lying for it, just solve that problem. It's in your head. It's not in anybody else's head. You started this bullshit lie for yourself. I probably have one and I can't think of it right now. It used to be that I don't watch TV. I used to tell everybody I don't watch TV, but I did all the time. <laughs> uh, that's changed because recently I haven't watched. I, I don't have one, so I can't do that. Um, <laughs> now you're doing, doing it by default. <laughs> I, I can't think what mine is. It's probably something stupid. I don't know what it is, but I know I've got one. Um, probably more than one. Um, something. I don't know. But everybody's got one. Do, do, do you yeah. know what yours is? You've got one. I know I, you do. Um, don't I, tell me what it is. Just You know what it is. I did, but I don't anymore. I no, came good, clean with good. mine. And That's I will good. say that I actually I was lying about uh, smoking. Ah. That's a good one. Lots of people do that one. Yep. Uh, nobody knew that I was that I was smoking. Nobody, not my, oh. not my mother, not my girlfriend, not my friends. Nobody knew. Up until when? Uh, up until when I officially quit, which was, I don't even remember how long ago I quit now. Wow. Um, yeah, so, yeah, and oh, I'm yeah, not saying, I, yeah. people who are, have the same example as Gord, I'm not saying quit smoking. I'm saying quit lying. Either admit, quit lying smoke, either admit you're smoking or quit smoking. Whatever solves that problem. Stop the lie. Just stop the lie. And if we all did this forever, the world starts changing. And it starts with little shit for us. And then that little shit starts changing big shit. That's how everything always happens. Uh, was Greta Thunberg wrong? Probably. But the that concept is very, very right. One person can change the world. 
But we all have to do it together, and it starts with changing us. And uh, one thing it starts with, I hate – it's so fucking simple. It's stupid. Stop lying. That's all it takes. Can't argue that. I really no. can't. I'd like to, but I can't. No. I can't even devil's advocate that one. It's very, very simple. And we have to, though – the. The flip side of that coin is everybody has to just because we're all doing it and we all know we're doing it. The two sides have to just go, okay, it's a wash. Yeah. Your lie and my lie. We just stop. We don't even have to tell each other, but we stop lying right now and it's a wash. There's no, there's no way. I told you so. There's no, I knew it all along. Just, yep. we, just, we just stop lying. The, and, and do it on a massive level. Do it on a macro level. The environmentalists and the alarmists have to go with the anti-climate change people and just stop lying. You know you're both lying. Al Gore lied with his movie. Mm-hmm. He did good. He brought attention to a problem that exists. And he lied. It's the same as the Australia thing. I was trying to argue. They brought... Attent- they use their lie to bring attention to a problem that exists. It's a shitty thing to do, but it, in a way it helped. It got attention to the problem. But stop lying now. Both sides just stop lying. And and then, then you're clear-headed. Then you can work on fixing something. I had to stop lying and say and, – and stop saying I could function as a drug addict. I can do this. I'm fine. I was lying. I was not fine. I could not function. Our show was failing. My life was failing more and more, month after month after month. I got indoors, but my life continued to get worse. And I was lying. I was lying to me. That's where lies start. They always start with yourself. You lie to yourself and then convince yourself to lie to other people. That's right. And I had to say, I'm lying. I am not fine. I need to fix this. And I stopped lying about it. And I went and solved the problem. And now here I am, clear-headed, thinking better, pissed off like I should be, with a fantastic microphone. <laughs> this all happened in two months. I'm writing better. I'm sleeping better. I'm, well, no, I'm not shitting very well, but that's, <laughs> that's an ulcer. You know why I got the ulcer? It was from all the lying. That's probably not. It was spicy food and drugs. And... <laughs> Either way. <laughs> um, there's another lie there. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry to get preachy. I wasn't planning on getting preachy like that tonight. This all just kind of came to me, but um, it's easy. It's really easy, everybody. It really, really is. We want it, We want to think it's not because we don't want to change and we don't want to admit our lies. So we go, no, it's really fucking hard. No, it's not. It's not hard at all. And Iranians and uh, Israelis and people from the Congo, whatever the fuck you call them, and and Indonesians and Americans and Russians, all the fucking same. We're all the same. We just do it in another language and in funny clothes and with worse food. We're all the fucking same. We're all just liars. And we all just want to we all just want to fuck and not die. Really, 
That's the only two things people really want out of life. We want good sex and not die. We can make that happen for everybody. Universal sex and life until we're old is not a hard thing. Let's check your ego and stop lying. Simple. Like I said, couldn't argue that if I wanted to. I don't know why I, I, it went that direction, but God damn, it felt good. <laughs> um, I think we could do this. I think we could solve the Iranian crisis. I'm going to get on CKNW tomorrow and talk to those cats and see how where what platform I can get me and you on. Maybe I'll talk to the CBC too and just say, look, there's got to be a way. Me and Gord have figured this out. Give us five minutes on the air. Give us ten minutes. I need twenty-five minutes. <laughs> just give give us like a give us like a segment. Yeah, a half hour. Twenty-two minutes. I need twenty-two minutes. Uh, an actual television half hour, which is twenty-two minutes. Yeah. I can get that number down if I have to. I could do it in eleven minutes, but I got to talk real fast. We could get the point out pretty quickly. Because the point itself is very fast. The problem is, is as soon as anybody opens their mouth, it's the counter arguments back and forth. Well, no, they can do that shit online after I'm done talking. I only have 11 minutes. Don't be fucking selfish here. Um, <laughs> they can do that after we're done talking. Well, we can do a Q&A afterwards. And after we get our first 11 minutes, then people are going to want us to do the Greta Thunberg thing and go country to country, teaching them how they're wrong and we're right. Um, or it can end up having what happened to that guy who stood up in the middle of uh, the UN and called out every one of the hypocrites for saying, uh, every one of you guys got here by private jet when y'all didn't have to. Uh, yeah. You guys are the leading cause for all this. What happened to him? Yeah, he's disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> but see, th that's the thing. He probably did too. And see, the thing is, we're going to have to not lie. And like I said, you can't... Um, there's no repercussions for this. We all just, it's a wash. It's a tie game. It goes back to the, we all go back to zero and we just solve a problem. And killing Eric and Gord, that's not solving any problems. Yeah, they don't have to admit that they're wrong then. Yeah, but you don't have to admit that you're wrong. You just have to admit that you're lying. And that's enough for me right now. I know I'm right. I know I'm right to the degree where you don't have to say you're wrong. I won't even say you're wrong. I'm just fucking right. You don't have to be wrong for me to be right. I don't care. I had a friend that doesn't believe me that I'm getting a goat. She kept saying, I don't believe you. I don't, I don't care. What you believe does not change the facts. And that's the thing in life, too. It, all, it doesn't matter if you believe me. This is what's fucking happening. It doesn't matter if you want to admit you're wrong. I'm fucking right. That's all that matters. I don't. I don't, it's the show isn't called Eric and Gord. What if you're wrong? We know you're wrong. We, <laughs> we don't need to discuss that. We already know that. So you guys don't have to admit you're wrong. If that's what's holding us all up here, don't worry about it. You don't have to admit you're wrong. That's like me admitting I'm good looking. Like, Clay Aiken admitting he's gay. It's just things don't have to be admitted. We know. <clears throat> that was a weird sound. What was the sound? I don't know. 
It was like a weird sound on. Anyway, wow. I thank you, Gord, for just letting me vent. It's been a while since I've done just a venty episode. It's true. I'm always here for you, my friend. Um, but it's so easy, and I don't want to die. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this Iran, the, uh, Iran, that's the other thing. If someone calls it Iran, shut the fuck up and just go on with the conversation. It's it's the same as the foe and the fa and the fucking and the man. Actually, it's better. It's Iran. I don't give a fuck. We're gonna all die if we take the time to have this conversation. If someone says Iran, he's probably still making a decent point. Let's just let it fucking go. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Before you say anything that might be valuable, I can't go any further unless you call it Iran. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you call it. Solve the problem. And nobody else gives a f you don't give a fuck if I call it Iran. It was Iran until I was like 12. There was no such thing as Iran. Yeah, no. Nobody cares. During the nope. Iran Contra conflict the the iran contra thing the oliver north situation there was no iran conflict nobody knew what the fucking iran was no it's true so stop it nobody cares nobody cares about that shit you don't really care stop lying <laughs> stop lying that's my message this year that's it i just figured it out tonight that is the message for this year's bunch of shows that are coming up. We did, I, I eighty. We did ninety six shows the first year, so we did yeah, some 90, 90 some odd shows. Spotify said we're going to top that this year. We're going to do more. We're going to do one hundred and fifty shows, and the theme is going to be stop lying. <laughs> and all our guests, I'm going to tell them stop lying. <laughs> you know you're doing it just just stop it's such all you gotta do it's the first <laughs> step to solving every problem in the world I guarantee it I promise you don't go out and don't lie about something tomorrow that you're planning on lying about right now just don't do it tomorrow and see what happens <laughs> if it goes badly send me an email at Rose McGowan is stupid at Outlook.com. <laughs> and I don't want to hear any emails about how Rose McGowan's not stupid. Stop lying. Everybody knows she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Notice the lack of argument on my side here. <laughs> Who are you? Oh. That, what, Marilyn Manson dumped you? You know you're stupid if Marilyn Manson dumped you. Because he's very stupid. He's a smart guy, but he's stupid. Stop lying. All right, I'm done with this. Go away now. <laughs> um, two things I do want to kind of bring up. Uh, one, I have not much to say about it. Just it's news, so why not? Yeah, tons of uh, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? I know nothing about them. They are basically walking away from the um, from the from the royal family. Good. 
they're walking away from the whole thing saying we're going to do it on our own. We don't want any help from you. I don't want your money. I don't want anything. We're going to do it on our own. We're I'm done with this bullshit. So they're well, done. Now, see, there's a thing to you. I don't want your money. The Royals don't have any money. They're fucking broke. Everybody knows. It. So I don't want your money. Yeah, that's like walking past a soup kitchen and saying, I don't want your money. That's, yeah, well. that's cool. But no, uh, hats off to them. They're not the first to do it. Um, they're, they're not nowhere near the first to do it. A lot of Royals walk away from their scumbag families. And I think uh, Prince Andrew is going to take that ship down in a big, big way with this Epstein thing that just keeps coming out and coming out and coming out. And it's all all signs are pointing to stop lying. Mm-hmm. Um, the Royals are fucked and they're superfluous and obsolete. I'm sorry. <coughs> Need to we apologize. Do- Everybody knows it. I'm thinking this is one of the things that he knows. This is why he's walking away too. It sucks, but we don't yeah. need royalty anymore. It's you're you're just people. We're all just fucking people. And that's the royals. What do they have to do now? Stop lying. Stop lying. You're simple, not necessary. Simple, simple. So stop. Stop lying and pretending you're necessary. You know you're not. Um, God bless you. You were at one time. You did great things, especially Queen Elizabeth. Love the woman. She's a wonderful woman. She's done great stuff for diplomacy. She's She did great things for Canada. She's a great, neat thing that happened. But we don't need it anymore. No, and this is probably also one of the other reasons why he's walking away, because he's always held a grudge against the royal family for how they treated his mother. And, and probably and killed ha- her. And probably killed her and uh, tried to deny her a royal funeral. Yeah, so. good on him. Good on him. Yeah. My, my hat goes off to Harry for that. Um, and I hope he does it wholeheartedly. And to be honest, I mean this in the best possible way. I hope we never hear about him again. Yeah. I hope him and Meghan Merkel disappear into happy. I know she's not happy with the way her family was treated. And, and I don't think she was ready to be a princess. No, that wasn't her at all. And Harry's known his entire life that he doesn't have a shot at the throne. He'll never sit on that throne. It goes to uh, his brother, and then it goes to his brother's kid. Yeah. That he, they, those all have to die before he gets the throne. And unless he kills them, that's probably not happening. So it's, he's not walking away from being the next king, but it's cool what he's doing. Um, yeah. It it, and I think he's right, and I think he should do it. And like I said, I hope they just disappear. I hope I don't want to hear former Prince Harry on the news every fucking day. Go, well, that's up to the news. That's not up to him. I just hope go, that he's... go be ordinary, dye your hair, and and get your kids some funny clothes, and and be normal. And and God bless you. I hope you do well. Um, your wife's hot. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> um, uh, your sister-in-law is hotter, in my opinion, but <laughs> but still, she's not going anywhere. <laughs> William and Kate are holding on for dear life. Oh yeah, and that guy's like, "Fuck it, I got my dad's ears, I got my dad's hair, I'm taking my dad's fucking job. <laughs> I'm doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. Exactly." Kate got the shit end of that deal, man. That dude is not aging well. 
<laughs> he was a, he was a good looking kid. He was like a heartthrob. Everybody loved him. Remember when we were teenagers and him and yep. Harry just growing in? They were just like coming out, like uh, kind of just before their mom died, when they were kind of rock stars. The two of them. Yep. No, I remember. And then and William was a good looking kid. He did not age gracefully. No. <laughs> he is. He's. You know what? He's gonna look like. He's not even gonna look like his dad. He's gonna look like. You remember uh, spitting image. The the puppets? Yes, yes, I do. He's growing to look like one of them. He's going to look like a puppet caricature of himself. <laughs> Poor bastard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, not... went, he went round dome bald real fast. Oh, yeah. Now, Will, I'm just letting you know I'm not going to do much better than you. Um, I'm not sure how old he is. I don't think he's much older than I am. Or he might might be younger than me, actually. No, he's younger. I have no idea how old William is, but William, I'm I'm going there with you, buddy. All right, I'm not going to be, I, I'm not going to grow up to be like Sean Connery or Pierce Brosnan or one of those guys who looks better and better every year. <laughs> not in my future. So, I will. <laughs> like, don't, don't feel bad. Yeah, you you probably will. You look fucking five years younger than when I met you. I don't even I know, know how you do that. It's amazing. The less shape I'm in, the better looking I get. <laughs> it's gross. Everybody, what's Gord, like 30? What are you, 50? Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Not complaining. <laughs> How old um, is Prince William? Oh, good for you, Harry. Congratulations. I hope it goes well. Um, do you know who Oliver Peck is? Oliver, he's 37. The poor bastard's only 37. Oh, Will, looks buddy. Like looks like he's 50. I do look better than you. I'm sorry. That must be stressful doing fucking nothing and prancing around the world with your wife all day. That's <laughs> got to really suck. Um, Because you look, you look like you did a bunch of meth for the last four years. <laughs> well we never know maybe he did and i don't okay now oliver peck i have no idea is this the the tattoo guy yes he is uh one of the judges from the um one of my personal favorite tv shows ink master i really love that tv show i uh, just love dave navarro so much he's uh <laughs> you almost said that without so, laughing he's just so manly Oh, the definition of it. Um, he is officially will no longer be a judge on the show. Um, the reason I'm bringing this up is the reason why. It's because pictures have surfaced of him years ago wearing blackface. Well, at least he didn't tattoo it on. That would have been stupid. That would have been very stupid. But uh, apparently he wrote, he dressed up in blackface on three separate occasions Somebody found him on his old MySpace uh, MySpace page. Um, so he like literally openly published these pictures because, again, if you're dressing up in costume, it's not racist, but apparently it is. He dressed up as a basketball player, did his whole body, arms, neck, legs, stomach. His entire well, body was covered in, in brown. But was he dressed up as a specific basketball player? Uh, yeah. Or just... Well, then it's not blackface. Oh, He's but, being somebody. 
But that's not that's, the one that's caused the controversy. <laughs> I don't care because it's I don't think the there is any he, controversy. I don't think anybody gives a fuck about blackface. Everybody's lying. Nobody cares. Hang, hang on. I personally couldn't stop laughing when I saw the picture of the other one. The other one is him in blackface <laughs> with a big afro wearing a superhero's costume with a giant N on the front. Okay, <laughs> that might be... <laughs> Misconstrued. Like, <laughs> All he needed was an SN for super, you know. <laughs> he just you sure he wasn't, it wasn't like a K that just looked like an N and he was trying to be a Kazam or whatever? No, no, it's it's an N. It's clearly an N. <laughs> Maybe that was for not racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's literally it's a giant N inside of a super of a Superman logo. Well, that could all white. For- it's an all yellow with red cape and red gloves with a big afro. Maybe that, maybe that was for nice to everybody. <laughs> Could have been maybe he was being nice, man. You don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna defend this guy. That's bad, dude. That's that's it's funny as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I just love like, it so much. It's so bad. That's that's funny shit. The the basketball um, player one though. Come on, that's there's. He's dressed up like, as one of the LA Lakers. If I'm gonna be Michael Jordan for Halloween, yeah. I'm going in blackface. And I'm wearing my number 23, and I'm going to get some Air Jordans, and I'm going to get a little basketball so it looks like I'm doing that thing where he used to palm the ball. I can't do that. So I get a little basketball, so I can do that, and then I look like Michael Jordan. But I'm going full-on black if I'm being Michael Jordan. If if I'm going as Urkel, I'm not going to go as white Urkel. That's stupid and racist. I'm going to go as Urkel. That's not blackface. Wearing a costume. Gord said it Beautifully, five seconds ago. Wearing a costume is not racist. I don't care what it is, unless it's a. Don't dress like the KKK. Don't don't you you know what a racist stupid. Don't dress as a super nigger. That's racist. That's so bad. Like. If it was a B, that wouldn't have been as bad. <laughs> Just a super black man. That that's cool. That's but you could almost the end? that's almost just as bad, actually. There's no good way to do that. Almost, but it's not no. The N is just that's there's no aside from putting the word nigger across the front of it, there's no way of making that worse. I'm not going as hey, look, I'm white Cheech Marin. No, that's stupid. Yeah. A costume isn't racist, and we're not racist. You can't just, oh, that's racist. No, it's not. Fucking stop lying. You don't even care. Most of the people, they go, oh, my God, it's racist. Do you care? No. You don't give a fuck whether it's racist or not, so shut up. Stop lying. Maybe it is racist. Do you care? Do you really care? Do half the races out there really care about racism anymore? No, they're all taking over the world. They don't give a fuck. Ask Chinese people if they care that people are racist against them. They go, no, I'm going to own you all next year. <laughs> Be racist as you want. We piss in your soup and laugh at you. 
<laughs> I don't know why I sounded Mexican while I was doing that I don't Chinese know either, guy impersonation. You know why? Because I don't see color. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all races sound the same to me because you're all this human race to me. I'm lying. That was a lie. <laughs> but no, I really, I don't care. And I think the more we laugh at it, that's how we solve problems. That's another way to solve problems. Laugh at it. Racism can be funny. There's some racist stereotypes that are true and funny. Let's just laugh at them. Why not? Everybody likes delirious. I don't care who you are. You like delirious. All delirious was was a bunch of racist shit. That was funny as fuck. Just admit it. It's funny. Stop lying. Sorry, Gordon. Did you have another one? I do have one more. Uh, I've been saving this for very last. Um, Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Stop lying. <laughs> Sorry. This initially actually came out on the 6th. So two days ago, this one initially came out. Um Jeffrey Epstein autopsy has revealed how he may have killed himself in his jail cell. As photos show, <laughs> nooses fastened from orange bedsheets. Keep in mind, orange bedsheets, okay? And the bloody neck wound from where he hanged himself. How can a bedsheet fashioned into a noose... Draw blood? Draw blood. You would have to rub back and forth violently for... How long? Uh, how long? Fuck, I don't... No, if you were really thrashing about, I bet you could get it in half an hour. Yeah. Let's try... I'm, I'm going to experiment. I'll experiment with that. I'll take my bed sheet. I actually have sheets on a bed now. Hey, who's fucking moving up <laughs> in the world? I will take a bed sheet and I will... I won't do it around my neck, That's, but I'll do it around my arm, and I'll see how much I have to twist and, and try to draw blood. It's possible. It's obviously possible. But it would take a tremendous amount of thrashing. Right. For an extended now, period of time. Sorry. Um, Go ahead. It's okay. Because here's the other thing. Um, along with the photos of the nooses, his neck, and the body itself. Which yeah, I'm you tell me he was in blackface, I'm hanging up right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is also a photo of the handwritten note that was found in his cell. Oh, of course. Now, the note, I haven't read yet. I'm just going by what the article is saying. I have, I'm going to open up the picture in a second. But the note seemingly contains complaints Epstein jotted down about prison conditions, including kept me in a locked shower stall for one hour, sent me burnt food, and giant bugs crawling over my hands. No fun. Yeah. The actual note probably says, help, help. I'm not killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's his body. Okay. So there's the neck wound. It's awfully thin for a bed sheet. Yeah. See, that the would be Bruce kind Mark. of a, I'm thinking like... Unless it was taut, like like pulled as tight as you could possibly pull it. Like I'm talking two machines would have to pull it. And yeah. then it could probably give you like a paper cut at that point. Yeah. From the, from the edge, I'm sure it could do like a paper cut. But any other like sort of abrasion you would get from it would be sort of wide. It would be like a rug burn kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, this looks like a wire. 
No, 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 it looks like a cable. Like if you were to take like a bike lock cable, a thinner one, like maybe you would have to do it with the very edge of the sheet. It would it, with the very edge of the sheet pulled as tight as a piece of paper. I can see that happening. But there's no way to do that and hang yourself with it. You're not getting a one sharp edge on a sheet that's twisted. And his neck was broken in several places, including the hyoid bone, bone located near the Adam's apple. It's literally snapped on the backside. That that's, sense. that's from hanging. That always happens when you hang properly. No, like, they have a picture of the noose. When an executioner hangs you, it's supposed to break your neck. That's the humane way to do it. Yeah. The noose is not thin enough to create the marks that's on his neck. No. Even if it was, it would, those marks couldn't be created unless it was as thin as a wire. As yeah. Gord said, it would be a wide, like a rubbing. Oh, God. So why do they even bother? Why do you bother with a fake autopsy at this point? Nobody gives a shit. We all know you're lying. Stop lying. Nobody cares either. Epstein, we, we know Epstein's not the problem. It's all the people that participated in in, in uh, Ramakid. So really, at this point, does anyone give a fuck whether Epstein killed himself or not? Honestly, honestly, stop lying. No, you don't. You just no. want to you want the people who were on his planes or went to his fantasy islands or whatever the fuck, you want those people brought to justice. That's what we want now. No one gives a fuck anymore whether he killed himself or didn't. So the fake autopsy, totally unnecessary. Stop lying. We know you are. Yep. People who are demanding an autopsy, stop lying. You don't care. You want whoever else, Prince Andrew and whoever the fuck was on those planes to get theirs that's all you want that's so, it so forget it quit lying nobody cares about epstein i never cared about epstein anyway i just brought it up because it was news i don't give a fuck the weird thing about the note because i'm actually staring at the note right now first of all he's got horrible handwriting um does it say but, help help i'm not killing myself well that's the funny thing everything that i said was on that i, that I, that I read is literally written here the thing is they, they've blurred out a person's name where it says blank kept me in a locked shower st stall for one hour. There's a name that's in there starts with a D. They blocked that out. Yeah, it's uh, nobody is what yeah. that blank dealt word is. Is nobody. Nobody kept me in a locked shower stall. No. Uh, but the weird thing is, is on you can see writing on the backside of the note and they're not showing that. Well, of course. Because if there is a suicide note, it's on the back side of this. Because this is literally just a list of bullshit complaints. Yeah. It, and the back even, side of the note says, I didn't do it. Yeah. To whom it may concern, <laughs> I did not write this. <laughs> Lock off. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the part two of part two of the lessons you're gonna learn this year. Nobody cares. Stop lying, because nobody cares anyway. And you don't care. You're lying. Yeah. No, I just happened to see that, so I thought that I would bring that up. Um, you know, in a thing of honesty, 
And a little thing of honesty. Sure. Um, I actually somewhat almost appreciated this to an extent. Charlie Rose. Oh, God. Ex-CBS anchor who is now... Um, um, uh, nobody because he, he lied. Well, you, people are just... There's a deposition that he flirted with his former CBS co-host, Gail King, Nora O'Donnell, Brianna, whatever the fuck you pronounce her name. Uh, no, but there's a whole bunch of stuff about like inappropriate stuff that he had done over the last three decades uh, he had harassed an additional 27 women, according to the Post. Yeah. Um, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, he was fired from his job because of all this stuff. Um, uh, Gail King had always re- had sometimes referred to him as Charlie fucking Rose because he's trying to fuck everybody that moved. Um, sure. Now, he has come in and he's, he admitted in the deposition... Um, that he had romantic relationships with women he worked with over the span of his 45-year career and told lawyers that he now realizes why those relationships are inappropriate. And he says, I'm saying inappropriate because the fact that I had relationships with people in the workplace over those 45 years, and you know, we now come to understand and appreciate and had by then that romantic relationships or intimacies were not appropriate in the workplace, you know, because there was a power imbalance. Um, basically saying, you know, that's just, the, things were the way they were back then. Nobody complained. Yes. Um, yes he's right now. He says, nobody complained about it at the time. Like, I didn't know I was doing anything inappropriate because nobody complained. Nobody sure. said anything. No one seemed to object, is what he said. Nobody seemed to object. He just did what he did. Nobody seemed to complain about anything. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's the I, problem. That's how you establish a pattern of behavior. Yeah. Um, and guys like that will go on doing things like that if nobody complains. So yeah, right. the guy, I'm not, I'm not justifying anything he did, but there's, there's some truth in what he's saying. Yeah. Now. Thing. There's, there's things we should just know is wrong. Those are things that we should know are wrong. And he maybe he did know they were wrong. Maybe about that, he's lying. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Again, did he... I mean, nothing about this is showing that he, like, he, he didn't rape anybody. Harassed them only in the sense that, oh, come on, baby. Look at me. I'm, I'm an anchor. Of course you want to fuck me. Yeah. Again, inappropriate? Absolutely. Fully agree. Fully, it's inappropriate. But, you know, 70s and 80s, that's what was happening. It was. It wasn't right, but it was happening. That's the way it was. Um, I don't, I, again, I don't necessarily agree with, again, something like this, I don't agree with him. Like, why would you lose, I mean, he's an outdated old fart who, whatever about anything, but. Why would he like? Why would you lose your job over something that, again, the allegations are pretty just he was inappropriate thirty years ago? You don't lose your job. You don't charge a guy because he was inappropriate thirty years ago. Well, no, it was a it's a system, uh, a pattern of behavior of being inappropriate. Yeah, but uh, what was what we we consider inappropriate now and what they considered inappropriate then are very very different. So now 
you should be fired for what he did back then. If he did it now. Yes, but he did do it. He did it over those 30 years. He didn't do it just 30 years ago. That's the only thing I can't seem to find is when the last sort of complaint against him was when he did this recently. I don't think there's a time limit. I don't think you can say, okay, this is the day that it changed. So if it happened before this, it wasn't bad. No, but think, if, like, if, if all the, I don't think there's a magical date happened, to say, okay, this happened, this happened in the eighties. So it wasn't bad. Well, that's like saying the, the hepatitis in the blood thing wasn't, it happened in the eighties. So it wasn't bad. No, but it goes against the whole thing that me and you have been arguing or that we have been advocating about, which is the fact of just because somebody did something inappropriate 30 fucking years ago doesn't mean he should lose his job for it today. If he stopped doing it. If he stopped doing it. And that's the thing I just can't seem. I don't think he stopped doing it. I highly doubt That's why you can't find that. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess. Yeah. If it was one incident in the 80s at a party. Yeah, which it wasn't. It was a multiple, multiple. And he openly admits it. Oh, yeah, no, of course I've been doing all this. No, it was a couple. Really, it would be like charging Hugh Hefner right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hugh Hefner, every, that whole, his whole life was inappropriate. Can you go back and punish him for it now? Really? Yeah. Well, no, you can't because he's dead. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like, could yeah. could they have, if if he were still alive right now, would he be getting charged? Um. Oh, absolutely, he would be. And you can't on the parties. His whole life was inappropriate, and it was meant to be, and everybody loved it, and the women loved it. Yep. Most popular so, on the planet. So, st- stop lying. Yeah, <laughs> it's that simple. How many of these women? Now, women, before I get myself into too much trouble here, <laughs> how many of you are lying? And I'm not saying lying that I'm not saying things didn't happen. I know they happened. How many of you were actually upset? How many of you were actually offended at the time it happened? How many of you are just lying now? Yeah, exactly. How many I, of you trying to make your name right now trying to get something? Did you care? Did you really? I'm not saying like Cosby people. Uh, that's a little different. I'm saying when this guy grabbed your butt in the 80s, did you care? Did yeah. you really care? Because women when, when, look yeah. at when this look guy approached you and asked you out on a date. Look at the movie. That's one of the things that's coming up with this one. He asked me out while we were working together. That's inappropriate. I want him to lose his job now because he did that 25 years ago. It is this inappropriate. To, sure. Again, it's inappropriate. Did you, you give a shit? Now because you, yeah, yeah, did you no. care at the time? No, you didn't. That's the question now. I don't care about the did you. Is it, I'm not arguing that it's inappropriate. Yes, it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Now, it was inappropriate then. 100%. It was. Sure. And did I do something 30 years ago and now I should lose my job for it? Maybe. What if I stole from the company 30 years ago, but then I was a good employee? Should I get fired for that theft? Maybe. Should you get charged now? Maybe. Maybe. There's no statute on limitations on being an asshole. I really don't think so. But they got to turn this around a little bit and go, did you care? 
Did you yeah. really care? In an age where women were all dressed like a Olivia Newton-John in tight t-shirts and little shorts and fucking leg warmers and every single woman was just topless or every movie was just topless women. Every single movie was just topless women in the 80s. Except for the PG ones, but if it wasn't super and PG, PG, it was... still had women in garters or sexy outfits somewhere in it. Did you really care? Were you really that uncomfortable? Or are you on a bandwagon now? If you were, my hand to God, I'm on your side. If, you, if it really made you that uncomfortable, I think my heart of hearts, some of you didn't give a shit. Some of you let it go. Some of you even found it funny. And you went home and you went to the ladies' room together and you laughed about it. You said, ah, the dirty old man grabbed my bum. Oh, did he? Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it is gross. Yeah. 30 years from now, I'm going to fucking get his ass fired. Really? Come on. Come on. I'm not saying it was right. If it was wrong, it was wrong. But did you care? I don't know. I don't know. I think some of you didn't. I think some of you didn't care. And you're on a bandwagon now. And you're ruining men. You're not just ruining the men who did this to you. You're ruining men. And I know for a fact some women don't care. Because I ask women out all the time. Yep. I say that women are pretty. I tell them they're pretty. I told a girl the other night. She was working very hard. She's a very pretty girl from Ireland. And she was working very hard. And I came out. I said, you... Have to tone it down. You're way too pretty to work this hard. And she loved it. <laughs> I didn't go on to fondle her in any way whatsoever. I went out and had my <laughs> cigarette and then I went to bed. You have to know your limits, guys. There's... That's right. <laughs> if they enjoy your little uh, flirtatious comment, that doesn't mean please fuck me. It means I enjoyed your flirtatious comment, now go away, or do whatever you were doing, it, stop it there. It doesn't mean I want to fuck you. In fact, 99.92% of the time, it doesn't mean that at all. They don't want to fuck you. They're just laughing at your joke. So if you yeah. get away with it, I, yeah. the next stop is, isn't rape. Uh, if you, if you, if, now, if you're like me and you're charming and funny and handsome and you can get away with these things because of that, you have to know where your line is. And touching is a line now. Always probably was, but now it definitely is. There's no uninvited touching. I don't care what it is. Don't pat them on the shoulder. Don't ruffle their hair. Don't tie their shoe. That walk up from behind and give them a shoulder massage. Oh, no, that's never it. That one was always creepy as fuck. I don't care. My ex-wife told me about when her boss did that one time to her. I almost fucking drove up there and put him in his grave right then and there. Yeah, no, don't ever do that. Don't massage anyone ever. It's just a good rule. But if they're in the bedroom and they're, they ask you, hey, could you please massage me in this one very specific area? Then it's okay, but pretty much save it for till you're married. Yeah. Don't ever just volunteer a massage. It's gross and gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't like uh, massages. I 
coming from a guy who wanted to be a massage therapist, I do. I hate the I hate the sensation. I honestly, actually, I'm not a fan of receiving massages myself. I like no. giving them, but I'm not a fan of receiving. Them. I can't stand it. It makes me feel terrible. I don't like it. Every story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till Sunday And now I don't